from the High V Studios, News Radio 1040 WHO. A fee has been paid by the Animal Rescue for the editorial content of the following program. This is News Radio 1040 WHO. Good morning, everyone. Well, a bit early there, wasn't I? You were. You're all excited to get going I am. this I'm morning. Back. You stop. We wait till the music stops. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're back. I'm back. Mick and I are back. Yes. I guess I was never gone. No, you weren't. Welcome to ARL <laughs> Animal Connections. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, thank you for covering last week for our guests last week. So. Yes, Marion, Dan, 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 the Chicken Man, we're both here. It was so it was fun. We were talking cats and chickens, but I still miss you. Oh, well, that's very nice. Yeah, thank you. it's just not the same if you're not here. Yeah. So, you did you listen? I actually didn't. Oh, I, I see. Oh, huh. you had. Okay. A, I had a procedure done Friday, and I wasn't. I was still recovering Saturday. So. Was the procedure in your ears? Yes. <laughs> so you couldn't Touché. listen. Ha. <laughs> boom boom. I got no comeback and that's a surprise. Oh, I love the days you're speechless. <laughs> okay, well, now yes. that we've we've answered that question. Yeah. Happy St. Patty's Day. How's that? Yes, there you go. I did listen but I can't remember. There you go. So you should have done that. You should have gone Damn. there. Gosh. Oh, oh well. But yes, so. happy Saturday, happy St. Patty's Day. Yes, yeah, it's going to be hopefully a better weather clears up for people can get out and about and have some fun and yeah. be safe, but yeah. have fun. It's a little. It was a little surprising out, so to be care- drive careful this morning. Yeah, yeah. we had a slushy mix of just about everything last night. I think. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. So when I was coming in, um, and of course I live southeast of here yep. out in the country i mean it was snowing a little yeah. there was snow coming down so um and pretty slushy and stuff so you just got to be a little more careful when you're driving during this so yep. yeah yeah so I, I, i'm a quarter irish so of course i celebrate st patty's day like i'm 100 percent irish <laughs> i don't know why i do that Italian holidays, I celebrate those like I'm 100% Italian. Which it's part like, of me <laughs> yeah. is Irish? So I'm calling my uh, my Irish part out today. Fair enough. So, yeah, there's that. So Yeah, my name sort of says it, my long-gone heritage. <laughs> yes, you can't really fool anyone with that. So, no, yeah. I stick with Australian. Yeah, right. With some Irish heritage, well, all Irish heritage, but... Well, who would have thought, I, well, maybe we would, but it, the weather was just so, like you said, it was a little strange and, um, you know, thunderstorms and dogs. And I think was a, with spring coming on, maybe this is a great time for us to talk about thunder shirts. Yeah. And things to to help your dogs calm down during the thunder. So, yeah. Your dogs are afraid of. Yes, both they of, are. Both of them or one? Um, one is, but the other one is now feeding, which happens, uh-huh. off the other. Yeah. Um, so normally like fireworks and loud noises, she's highly reactive and as she's got older, she's got worse and that's not uncommon. Um, you know, a lot of people say with behavior, oh, they'll grow out of it. When it comes to anxiety, um, most behavioral issues really come to a head or are developed between 18 months and 36 months. That's the last mental developmental period for a dog. So Mm -hmm. if you've seen it early and we haven't really worked on the lot, you'll not it'll normally progress and get worse as they get older Mm. then it sort of sits there for a while but they won't grow out of it so things you can do you can use the dap 
for storms. You can do a desensitising program. So, the you know, playing the CDs when they're having fun and with a positive association, really low, really short. Yes, it doesn't have the um, atmospheric conditions, but at least it's the noise. And... You do dog appeasement pheromones, so like our feel away for cats, it's a calming. And then, of course, the thunder shirt. So um, it's a body wrap and you don't leave it on all the time. It stay, but the whole idea is they've found that the wrap actually gives a comforted feeling, comfort feeling like it does with babies and things like that when they're wrapped. And we get really good feedback for dogs. Um, they make them for cats, but we've tried that and... <laughs> Not a fan for cats, I'm no, afraid. they don't um, love them. They go catatonic. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah, which is... They're doing alligator rolls normally. Yeah. yeah, so wouldn't wreck... But for dogs, definitely. Um, last night, my calming method at that time was sit on the bed with me. Yeah. So just being in close contact. And, you know, an old adage is you don't patch a dog when they're upset or because you could be reinforcing the behavior, therefore mm-hmm. making them worse. Well, we've come a long way since then. <laughs> And if the dog is calming down and feeling better, you're doing good. The only time you're reinforcing it if the behavior increases. So if they're anxious and you're patting them and tell them, good dog, it's all right, and they're getting worse, then we need to find another avenue. Yeah. But I find my, even like fireworks and 4th of July, if she's with me, then that helps. But that can't work for everybody, so we have our other options as well. Yeah. Um, some people rec- uh one thing i don't recommend is sedation uh because a lot of the you know you can go and get certain pills that sedate them and they're short term but we find with a lot of those drugs so always talk to your veterinarian about any drug anyway but they physically enable them but heighten their mental state mm-hmm. so now they're even more mentally aware and can't move mm-hmm. so that would be horrible yeah well i find you know i, I my french bulldog reese um she was fine with thunderstorms mm-hmm. and stuff until uh actually had some work done on a floor in our house and she you know was on the bottom level and this yep. was happening on the top level and that pounding of that must have just put her right over the edge and of yep. course didn't think about it at the time you know the whole deal and now she's petrified of thunderstorms just uh, put that whole all of it yep, together yep yeah which is just you know but i do use those thunder shirts i yep. do think they tend to work i just slap one on her and she you know calms down um with that and the, the theory of those thunder shirts is what they feel more secure yeah yeah um it's been shown um with babies um in autism and a whole uh, there's lots of studies on wraps and mm-hmm. so they brought that across to the animal world as well and for dogs we found that it does have a, like you said a calming effect yeah yeah so, so yeah so we're starting thunderstorm season i'm sure here yep. soon so those are some things to think about and um I've known dogs that thunderstorms start and they just go completely nuts and try to get out of the house and scratch doors. And And that's scary. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, those ones, we may have to go a little bit further, but always talk, like I said, just don't sedate them. Yeah. Um, Anti, you know, there's the natural remedies, there's the pheromones, lots of avenues, but just sedation to knock them out is not a good course. If you do look at medications, make sure they're 
anti-anxiety long-term along with a behavior plan. Yeah. And always talk resort. to your veterinarian about yeah. that. Always. Yes. And so, the side effects. Yeah. Because every drug has side effects. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's And sometimes we don't know when they're coming or we're not at home. So a bit of pre-planning is always good as well. Right. So. Yeah. Well, if you have questions for me and Mick this morning, 284-1040. 284-1040. And we also, of course, had some questions submitted online um, that we'll cool. be talking about as well this morning. The other thing is I, I uh, thought it was funny, but I saw this thing of it being St. Patrick's Day. You know, mm-hmm. I am about these themes. Um, I saw this thing come across. It was about wild animals that have green on them. They sport, you know, green. And one on the list was a sloth, and I love sloths. They're just hilarious. But How um, does a sloth be green? Yes. Well, they're saying that a sloth's fur isn't actually green. They actually often have green algae that grows on them, and so it gives them kind of a green tinge. Um, so... So anyway, they kind of put these sloths on the green that they sport green because of the algae they kind of have. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of adorable. It is. Sorry, my brain's been my brain just sitting here. Okay, is that because they don't move a lot, so therefore the algae has time to develop? Well, they actually think it's because um, I'm I'm, like that. I'm trying to like. There's algae that's on like things they climb on and stuff. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, Nick. and so uh. it gets on their fur. You know what I mean? So oh, I didn't think that one through, did I? Yeah, and then they also eat algae uh, huh. to, to supplement their diet of leaves. So that also is adding to that. I, so that was that was interesting. I never knew that about sloths, but they came up on the list of green. Very Animal cool. sporting green. So we'll have a few more too, don't you? Yes, and so as we kind of work our way through this morning, um, we'll start talking about some of these green animals that are sporting green. Uh, we've got about a minute before we yeah. go to break. I know we've got a call, so maybe we can take the take the yeah, question and then that. we can answer it right after break. Even go ahead. Morning, Kenny. Uh, good morning. Uh, I was wondering if a cat, my cat, is indoors all the time, never ever goes out. Does, it, does she have to have rabies shots, do you think? Yes, they do. Uh, it's a public health and actually a requirement that all pets, or domestic cats and dogs, must have a rabies shot every year. Or you okay. can get the three-year. Um, but, yes, it is required no matter where they live, indoors, outdoors. Um, okay. they, it is required. How do cats catch rabies? Um, rabies is transferred through saliva from a bite from another animal um so it's actually protects them against if they ever do come in contact with that in case they ever do get bit or anything like correct yeah yeah because it's a zoonotic disease so it can be transferred to humans so it's part of a public health as well okay yeah my kitty jewel says hi oh hello jules thanks Thanks, Kenny. kenny appreciate it good to hear from you We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll keep uh, talking about all sorts of things. So please come back with us. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. I'm waiting. Are you trying to wait this time? I was trying to. Didn't want to be rude. Yeah. 
All right. We've had a We're lot back. happening too, haven't we? Oh, my gosh. This week has been crazy. It's, yeah, it's been a, a lot of things happening. Um, people may have seen it in the media. Uh, one of the big ones was the uh, roosters and roosters and hens that we have in. 104 total. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's, um, well, we assisted Des Moines Police Department uh, on a case. And we're removing 104 chickens and roosters. Yeah, I was going to say, now, they're not all um, roosters. No. Right. So yeah. people are looking for hens. Yep. And but there's yeah. some, you know, so there's, well, I've not officially home yet, but uh, two banties may be coming to the McAuliffe house. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for uh, you. I've been, I've been hoping you'd be getting some more. Yeah, you so. can't just have five, Mac. You just can't. <sighs> yeah, seven just sounds like a prime number to it, me. <laughs> it just sounds like better, doesn't it? Yeah. So you were telling me earlier, um, and I'm hoping to get out there this weekend to kind of mm-hmm. look at them, but um, that the chickens are in. I mean, we're getting them ready for adoption, and yeah, yeah, okay. Um, the the hens are ready for adoption. Okay. Um, and there's some chicks there as well. Uh, They've been named, but the photos, we just got to get photos um, up on the website. So if people do go to the website, there's lots of spots there. We just got to get those photos in because they've, uh, we had to do the medical testing. Yep. So there's the swab and the blood draw. So all those have to be done. We want to make sure that they're completely healthy, um, no diseases. And that's all being cleared now. So they're ready to go. Yeah. And then the roosters will be evaluated and working with also to hopefully get them moved up to adoption. Um, as we kind of get through evaluations on them and make sure we're we've got them. Yeah, yeah. And okay. again, when you're um, adopting roosters, it's a little bit different to hens. Yeah. Um, you've got your noise factor, but you also got your boy on boy competition that can go on with roosters. So, yeah. um, talk to our staff out there and um, make sure that if you're going to adopt a rooster, you do your research and. Your property, you know, has to be big enough. You can't have roosters, should not have roosters together unless they're grown up together and right. so on. So And lots of space. Yep. And yep. consider your neighbours for noise. Right. It might be music to your ears, but not to your neighbours. It is music to my ears. I think it's the coolest sound ever. Yeah. So, but yes, not everyone thinks that. So, Which then could be a noise complaint and you right. lose your rooster. Yeah, so. right. Yeah, so uh, information on that on our website, definitely yeah. for sure. But we've also uh, we've unfortunately had this sad, unfortunate, alleged cat hoarding uh, case came up this week as well. Yeah, six inches of fecal matter in the floor, um, 20 on the first go-round of removing them. Um, for people who have seen the, the photographs and the media reports, uh, Tyvek suits and respirators to even go in the house so um not not conditions we want to find people or animals in um so that's an ongoing case at the moment so there's still there was still more in the house after that first but uh animal control uh staff members went back and um went through and because some for these types of houses that we've been into they go into the walls and in the ducting and um sometimes it's a little bit of a challenge but we get them all out so yeah and uh they are all have been behaviorally checked already they've been medically checked already thankfully they're not in terrible condition so um we'll be working them 
once it's all sorted out and it's all done, then we'll, if they're with us, then we'll work them out for adoption. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. And I have to tell you, the cutest animals ever are also up for adoption at the ARL, which we also took this week. That who took? The, The ARL took in this week. Oh, yes, yes. And they are? Goats. Goats. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Beyond adorable, and they are on our website, and you can see the photos. Um, and obviously, we adopt out only for pets. Yes, so, um, all out, <clears throat> all our barn animals. Yes, yeah, yes. So obviously, you know, you have to adopt them, knowing you're going to have them for the life of the pet, and they're going to be pets. Yeah, and they are bonded. So we've got pairs that are bonded. I guess there's pairs, and there's triplets. Uh, that mm-hmm. are bonded, so you have to take the bonded buddy as well, which, of course, who wouldn't want to do yeah. that to keep their friends together? Hell, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so they're There's, so cute. So if you're looking for pet goats. They some good-looking goats. Oh, there. my gosh. I would love to adopt a couple of them. I just would need a spot. I need to, which isn't out of the question, but. Yeah. You just got to get set up for them. Yeah, yeah. I just, how do you protect a goat out in the country where i live mm-hmm. from you know predators predators because there's no you know what i mean like horses they're big and i mean i have horses too but look after themselves yeah yeah um my daughter has goats oh yeah i and, guess i didn't know that yeah and yeah. they run them they got 10 acres and they've got ravines so they run the goats through the ravines yeah. and they got a pasture up the back and at night they actually call the goats in Really? Yeah. And then do so they like go your into chickens, a barn? Uh, they go into an enclosure okay. um, that's protective from predators with shelter and everything else. Okay. But yeah, she, they actually secure them at night um, from predators. Yeah, which I'd have to do. I, can't, I just can't have them out. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I would worry. I would, I'm too much, of a, too much of a worrier. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she had 15 at one stage. So. Oh, my gosh. That's adorable. Yeah. And they looked after the property, you know, the areas where you can't mow. Or, and, yeah. of course, uh, bushfires where they live are, are huge, so you want to keep the undergrowth down. And Yeah. So, yeah, the goats were – and they all had names and she knew them. They, all, they were pets. They were right. just free-roaming pets during the day. Right. Well, fully fenced. But of course. Yeah, yeah. And that's the other thing, too. You've got to maintain your fences and yeah. all the other stuff that goes with it. Yeah. Well, if you're interested in pet goats, please check out our website. They're yeah. adorable, and and you certainly can if you can certainly take, you know, four if you want two sets of bonded buddies. Yeah. But um, they are just adorable so. and very trainable. And very trainable. So yeah. When we used to run the the dog trainers course in Australia. We have a nationally certified accreditation for dog trainers. Yeah. And part of the dog training course was to teach goat agility. Oh, wow. How adorable is that? So, yeah. And you're like, why are you training goats? Because the techniques are the same. Because dog people would come with dog ideas. Yeah. So we made them train goats. Oh, gosh. That is so <laughs> cute. Oh, my gosh. It was oh, fun. Oh, yes. It was fun. That just sounds too adorable. Well, maybe when I get older and get a little more time on my hands, I might look at goats. That'd be when fun. you slow down? Yeah. I can see that yeah. happening. Yeah. Okay. And remember, if you've got some cool stories, 284-1040, give us yep. a call, and we're going to get some questions that were sent in as well, and we're due to go for a break. So We'll be back. Come yep. back with us. We'll keep on talking. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. All right, we're 
we're back. We've got Trey's been waiting on the phone patiently. Morning, Trey. We got Trey there. Morning. All right. So you were talking about goats, and I didn't know you had some goats, but I've been thinking about getting them. Yeah. And I was wondering if you could like um, just kind of explain like the requirements of what a fence would be. You know, what type of fence, and and um, you know, do they? I've got about three acres of hills and mm. and, um, and uh, some ravines and stuff like that that I don't mow that I can't. And then, like in the winter, you know, do they eat hay or or you know what do you do in the winter? Yeah, uh, they'll need shelter. They'll and need I may bedding. Lose you a little in a little bit, so just keep talking if I do. Oh, okay, okay no problem yeah. at all. Um, what I'd recommend, Trey, is talk to our barn guys as well. You know, I have not owned goats here, so the winter part would be hard for me. Um, because I didn't have that challenge in Australia. <laughs> uh, but I'll get you their number is 4739112. But, of course, jump on our website. Uh, Kerry Spain's our barn manager. Uh, a lot like horse fencing for your perimeter fence. Um, but, of course, remember goats do jump. They do push through. Uh, they're a little bit, you know, you've got to set them up right. Mm. Otherwise, they can wander. And that's not what we want either. But Kerry um, has great knowledge in all those things. She has them herself as well. Uh, so I'd look, like her to take the time with you so you can get everything you need because it will be a bit rushed on air. Okay. How's that sound? So are you able yep, to get that yep. number? or? I am, yep. Thank you. Yeah, fantastic. So give her a call and, of course, um, come out and see the goats, meet with them, and that would be great. All right, thank you. Thank Thanks, you Trey. So much. Appreciate it. You know, I was reading about goats, and there was a there's a shelter out east that they take in a lot of goats, and mm-hmm. um, so they actually have goat playgrounds. Because the interesting yeah. thing is, with goats, they love to climb, and so they, they had volunteers that built this whole big, huge goat playground. And now, what happens is people come like on the weekends and kids and just sit at benches and watch those goats play. Yeah. I mean, goats are really, really adorable. They're fun and curious, but you do have to be careful. A lady down the street from me has some of them, and she's got like the mesh fencing, because yep. they can climb through, figure out how to get between just wire fencing with gaps in it. and it can be very determined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're really, but you know, she's got a nice setup with her, the mesh around the fence and um, stuff for them to climb on inside and that sort of thing. It reminds me of what you say about, you know, get, keeping your dog in your fence yard, like you give them fun stuff to do and, yeah. you know, that sort of thing and does the same thing. So. Uh, so it looks like Pamela is on the phone now. Hey, Pamela, how are you this morning? Well, good. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. What can we help you with? Well, I have a cat. Um, he's our rescue kitty. I have a couple of them. Great. And um, he's he's part Maine Coon and part Tabby. Okay. And just recently, he started pulling out his fur. Okay. Um, like, I don't know. It's not really excessive grooming. He just pulls his fur out on his backside and his tail. Okay, and is he licking or pulling? He's pulling. He's pulling. Okay, well, a couple things. One, um, 
you do probably want to check and make sure uh, you're not seeing fleas or mites or or there's no allergy issues. And I just check those out to start either yourself with the fleas and the mites, but also uh, with your veterinarian and make sure you don't have anything going on there that they're, you know, feeling something like a flea. And so they're pulling on their fur thinking that's going to help get the feel of that out. And those things, of course, are pretty easy to address. Um if it's something like that. Now, if it's a behavior standpoint, <clears throat> there are some cats that will lick incessantly and, and most of the time they'll focus on one particular spot, but sometimes numerous spots or pull their fur out. And um, usually that starts on a behavior standpoint because they are nervous, stressed. I always kind of equate it to me chewing on my fingernails if I'm nervous, um, that sort of thing. And they will, they can also tend to do that. And usually what will kick that off not always usually is uh some change in their life like a move a new pet new child in the house um something making them nervous outside and so they do it just as a calming technique you know most of the time that's in the form of licking and not pulling but it can actually also be pulling out of hair um have you had any changes or anything that would trigger something like that you think or is this a pretty late being Maine Coon I would think this cat would be pretty laid back yeah he really is yeah um I haven't had any changes in the house okay I yeah I'm okay not sure I did well I he was sneezing there for a while and I okay. took the chicken out of his diet okay that seemed to help yeah and I think that's a really good observation. You know, diets are really fascinating with some cats and um, can definitely result in allergies or itchy skin. And so they start to pull and lick. Um, I have a uh, Havana Brown cat that I adopted from the Rescue League who just licks and pulls and licks and pulls and licks and pulls. Um, and I did discuss, and I right after I adopted him, he started, well, he'd been doing this and I adopted him. And um, he did have some mites, but I got that taken care of. But he also has food stuff going on food allergies like you're talking about so if he gets food that has certain things in it he just really ratchets that pulling and chewing up so i have to be real careful about his diet um so you may be dealing with some diet issues and your veterinarian can definitely recommend some foods to you to keep trying and switching um and you want to be careful about how you do that um starting with mixing with what they've got now and then weaning out the old stuff into the news to keep their stomach calm um but that's definitely something to look at because it definitely could be um you know allergies or something going on with the food diet Okay. Now, if you don't find any of that, Pamela, and we do determine it's a behavior issue, um, there are definitely things you can do with that. You know, you probably talk, hear us talk about feel away, um, which is a kind of like a plug in, uh, kind of like an air freshener that they can f- smell. You can't, um, but it's a synthetic cat pheromone. It's a calming device and it works really well on cats that are chewing and uh, licking and pulling out their fur because of stress. So if you if we get the medical stuff rolled out, we'll probably need to talk again and talk about some of those things we can do. But you may definitely be looking at a diet thing, especially since you uh, reduced chicken and it got, it got better. So, okay. Yeah, good. Great. Well, if if you need us on a behavior standpoint, you give us a call back, okay? Okay. I appreciate your help. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Thanks, Pamela. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. It's like we always say. We always want to rule out any medical concerns. When people call us, we go, well, let's make sure there's nothing medical because then we know it's behavioral. Right. Um, You know, as an example, I was dealing with a client that the dog was 
nipping at people when they went to pat it. Mm-hmm. You had ear mites. Yeah. So you were sore, yeah. like don't touch my ears. Yep. So they didn't need me. It, it's, so, but, it's all a big thing. It's like us. You know, if you don't yeah. feel good, you're going to be probably crabbier than if you, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> yeah, that's no, what it is. No <laughs> argument. No <laughs> argument from me. I know what I'm like. Yeah. So it's all it's all related. It's yeah, feeling so. good mentally and it's feeling good physically. So, yeah. yeah. So we fix that up or make sure that's out of the way. Then we know it's behavioral. Right. We're not competing against yeah. the medical yeah, problem, so. absolutely great questions yeah. here. So it is good. Love it. So, um, well, do you want to do a trivia? We have about five minutes for a break. Let's so. do it. Okay, so let's do the trivia question, and then we'll keep on talking. But time just All flies. Right. The number to call, 284-1040. And the question is... In Dublin Zoo, what is the out of all the animals, what is the most popular zoo animal for the public? At the Dublin Zoo. Yes. Yes. So Ireland's of most it's popular zoo Day. animal. Right. So call us at two eight four ten forty if you know the answer to that, what Dublin Zoo's most popular animal is, and we will send you out an Aerial Animal Connection mug. Yep. Two eight four ten forty. Um did you know that there are 10,000 three-leaf clovers for every one four-leaf clover? I did not. Yeah. Now I do. Yeah, see, I couldn't have guessed that number. How, how about this little say, Patty's Day trivia I'm giving you all morning? You're yeah, probably like, I got, gosh. Mm, yeah, I'm not counting my clovers. Yeah, okay, well, I'm just telling you that's another one. Okay, so while we're waiting for calls to come another in to answer the truth, I'm going to give you another green animal. It's actually called the green turtle. It's one of the largest. Yes, yeah, (laughs) nothing too hard about that one. It's one of the largest sea turtles and the only herbivore among the different species, and that is a green turtle named for the greenish color of their cartilage and fat, and not their shells. They they eat um, seagrasses, algae. It maintains the seagrass beds and makes them more productive. It's kind of like they mow the lawn on in the sea. So yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there you go. I love There's turtles. that one. So I've been watching, uh, the blue planet oceans. Yes. Uh, amazing. Uh, it's a, uh, I tell you, wild, wildlife uh, and the environment, it just, it makes me speechless. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Okay. It looks like Marsha might have an answer to your trivia question. Good morning, Marsha. Good morning. What would, what do you think it is? This is just a wild guess in honor of St. Patrick's Day, but how about snakes? That's a great guess. That is a good point, but uh, the guess is incorrect, I'm sorry. (laughs) But really good guess. Yeah, I like that. I like your train of thought, though. Yeah, that was great. Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Okay, so another green animal mm-hmm. is the green ringtail possum. I know where ringtail possums come and from. And where do they come from? Australia. That's right. Hang on, I'll do it. Australia. Yeah, Australia. Australia. The Australian possums actually have um, olive gray fur, which is grizzled with black, yellow, and white hairs, which makes it appear green. The green tint provides camouflage among the leaves and helps to protect them from predators. But you probably knew all of that. I pretty much did, yeah, actually. I was going to say. Look how cute our possums are. Oh, my gosh. They are adorable. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're. Because a, a term of endearment when you say hello is, is possum. Hey, possum. Yeah. And people here go, ugh. Calling me a possum. You know. I, I think if you look at our possums. They're adorable. Yeah. 
You call people possum for terms of endearment. You call me mother. Why is that? (laughs) What is it? What is it? Where does that go? Because you look after me, Carol. Okay, that's all right. (laughs) It better not be any dig at my age, dude. You're not that far off me. Oh, no. No, That's not. Okay. When you're lecturing me, that's all. Yeah, lecture? Okay. Sorry. No, no, I'll give you Giving that Giving me information. I do, yeah, Providing okay. me with resources and information. And my opinion. We can count on that. You can count on that. I'm there for you. That's it. We're still waiting for an answer to our trivia question, so we'll give it another minute and um, see if anyone has that. The most popular animal at the Dublin Zoo. Yeah. In the meantime, another green animal is the mulu flying frog flying flying frog this tiny frog uh males grow to be just 3.5 centimeters is only green half of the time bright green skin at night but changes to color to display a brown hue during the day Um, it was found uh 1650 meters above sea level in the uh, Mulu National Park, the species native to Teepin Valley near a small stream in the area. So, very cute. Very cute. Are you just, tired of my green animal stories? Yet? No, I okay. just had an answer, the correct answer, pop up on the screen. Up from on a, the screen? Not, a, not on a caller, though. Oh. So, well, okay. I don't know how that works. But You mean what, an instant message or yeah. something? Yeah. On your screen? Yeah. Well, why? I got nothing. Well, we could probably take that answer, but we're going to need... It's gone. Oh. It popped up and left. Oh, and now it left. It's something new. Okay. So, Ireland's most popular zoo animal, folks, and we've talked about it on this show before. Yes, we have. It's one of my absolute favorite animals. And here's another hint. It's not Chinese. Right. That's right. Exactly. Uh Uh-huh. So, we're going to give people... That probably doesn't make it a a bit clearer at all. Probably not, but those are some hints here. So, we're going to give people about 45 seconds, and then we'll have to answer before we go to break for them so oh well yes someone may get it okay so i've got two more no i've got like three more green animals do you want me to say them or not mick sorry do you want me to say hello (laughs) did you go somewhere someone was sending me an answer and I have Who a, is emailing you answers? Why aren't they And they're in? incorrect, but thank you, Madison. 284-1040, Madison. Hi, Madison. Uh, okay. We do have some callers coming yeah, through. Tom's on the phone. On. We'll see if we can get an answer from Before Tom. we go to break. Got to get it break. in there. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Hi, fine. What do you think? Is it the African painted dog? No, unfortunately it's not. And that's the one I got on my watch that distracted me. But thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Tom. Appreciate it. Thank you. And it's actually on the Dublin Zoo website. Yeah, there you go. Okay, Katie. Katie, what do we got? Hi, Katie. How about the red panda? That's Yay, it. Red yes. panda. Right. Thank you so much. Katie, hang on the phone. We're going to get your address so we can mail you out your mug, okay? Thank you. That's great. Yes, Katie had the correct answer with red panda. Yes, 20% of the people. <laughs> yes. I love a- red pandas. They're my fave. Yes. Yes, we love our red pandas. Yes, we do. They're adorable, and I love they have them at our zoo here in mm-hmm. Des Moines. I just can go and watch them forever, so yeah. so cute. We also have to take a break here in just a minute. Um, when we come back, we'll finish up our last three green animals, and I know we had one behavior question that I definitely needed to get to yep. today, and um, so we'll come back and we'll uh, finish up that stuff and um, go from there. So I think um, Alex is on the phone. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO.
Alrighty, we've got a lot to get through in a couple of minutes. We do. Behavior question. Yes, this one was submitted via email, but basically um, these people have a dog and it sits in a window Mm -hmm. seat in the sun at the front of the house and now has started to chew the drywall near that spot. So they're assuming it's because of boredom, but we need to know uh, what they do about it to get them to stop. Yep, you could uh, do some deterrence, like taste deterrence. I'd actually go with the pheromone, the DAP that we've been talking about, dog mm-hmm. appeasement pheromone. Um, that's not an easy one to answer because the things I'd need to know is what time, does it do it every day, um, is it when you leave? Like that might be the sunspot but also might be the spot they can see when you leave so there could be some stresses going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, dogs do three things to relieve stress. Primarily they dig, they bark or they chew. They've found that it actually releases a dopamine, so a feel-good. So where people have little stresses, behaviours, like you mentioned nail-biting and stuff before, sometimes dogs do that. And is he gnawing at it or is he ripping at it? So if they could give me a call, if they're hopefully they're listening, or we'll email back mm-hmm. at 515-473-9114, and I can go through um, it step-by-step, step because even the type of chewing can actually, like boredom or, or gnawing, can just be a habit or we can redirect that into an appropriate chew toy so like deter the wall but they will want to chew on something so we give them something good to chew on so that'd be the first thing i'd try yeah but we really need to pull that one apart a little bit more okay so if you're listening give us a call or send in another email with some more info and we'll be glad to follow back up on that yeah yeah that's great so yeah, with all this stuff going on this week, um, people would see that we also assisted in a, a truck rollover um, with some animals on it. And I don't know whether people, you know, another part of we actually have at the Animal Rescue League is an emergency response team to go out to situations like the the roosters and the cat hoarding and the vehicle rollovers. And um, it's another part of what we do. You know, animals are animals. We want to make sure they're safe and cared for but we have a lot of volunteers that are involved in that as well so just wanted to you know put it out there that we do have an emergency management and if anybody's interested in that please contact us and um, they can go to contact us on our website and we can direct them to the right people and if you've got a you know it doesn't always have to be in the field either you know you could be a safety officer you could be a rope climber uh, because we have horse rescue where we do our our slides and our harnesses and our lift kits there's there's all different stuff so you can be involved and um it's a great thing to do and some you know some people really like that exciting side of it too so not so pleasant but there's special skill sets that we could really use too so please contact us if you're interested in that type of stuff yeah absolutely so we're wrapping up. So yeah. our, I guess our quickly our last three green Ooh, animals yes, are the green-headed tanager, which is a bird, and it's in uh, East Central South America, and um, has lots of camouflage colors. Green being one Pretty of them. Bird. We have the African. I never say the word right. You were correcting me earlier. Chameleon. 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 Yeah. Um, and um, they're adorable. Yeah, um, they're pretty cool. Yeah. So they rapidly change color, and. Uh, for social signaling and uh, to hide themselves, but the bright green. And then the last one is the green tree python. And um, so anyway, those are green animals. We're, that's it for us. We're out of time. St. Patty's Day. Yes. Yeah, so everyone have a great St. Patty's Day. Stay, Stay safe. safe. Yep. Don't drink and drive.
and pour it forward. And forward. And we will be back next Saturday. So thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. You have a great weekend. WHO, Dio Station, and on your HD radio, KDRB HD2, News Radio 1040, WHO.